Today, the fascinating story behind Christmas City. It's time now to get the hell out of your life. A weekly broadcast with real people, sharing real struggles, and offering real hope. Today's show will encourage, inspire, and empower you to face life's challenges with a bold confidence and renewed hope. Now, let's join our host, Ron Myers, the promoter. Oh, ho, ho. Hello there, my friends. Well, I am at the Coliseum in Biloxi, Mississippi for my annual Christmas City Gift Show. 37 years, and it is a fascinating story, and I want to share that with you today because inside this story is ideas and thoughts for you to ignite the dreams and the desires and the goals in your life. Well, Christmas City did not start in the Mississippi Coast Coliseum. It was um, in the beginning of Ron Meyer's productions, I, I needed something to have monthly income because it was tough. You got to have a brand new idea. And when you have a new idea, you have to be prepared for some slow times. No business gets off the ground overnight. So I was doing these once a month flea markets in Gulfport. It was always the uh, first Saturday of the month. And in November and December, I would do a Christmas market. And it was very popular. People would come from all over and shop and vendors from all over. But I only had about 35 or 40 booths. And into the second year, I had a gentleman, one of the exhibitors said, Ron, you know, you really have outgrown this event here. You should consider going into the Mississippi Coast Coliseum. And I thought to myself, whoa, that's a great idea. You know, sometimes, friends, the greatest ideas you'll get in your life for your business or your goals or your dreams are total strangers or somebody just giving you an idea. And uh, so I made a an appointment with the Coliseum and I set up to do the very first Christmas arts and crafts show in the Mississippi Coast Coliseum. Now, this was the first show was in the big dome. It wasn't in the convention center. It was in the big dome. And um, it was 1984. And it was going to be a free admission event. And I knew that to get people there, people like free things. So I had free door prizes every hour. I had free Christmas hams every hour to give away. And I had free little cups of Pepsi and Santa Claus photos. In the Santa Claus photos, that was the day when you would have the little Polaroid uh, camera and you would take the picture and it would develop right in front of your eyes. I would sell them for five bucks. And the first year... It was beautiful. It really was. I had about 150 exhibitors. And I know since it was free admission, we didn't have a count. But Pepsi gave over 11,000 little cups of free Pepsi away. And that was the beginning of really what has turned into one of the largest Christmas gift shows in the South. Now, there were very, very many struggles and trials in this event because, you know, it's like anything. There is nothing. If anybody tells you that your idea that you want to do or your dreams are just going to happen, don't listen to those people for advice because they're not telling you the truth. 
I had problems. I had up and downs with the Christmas uh, city to, to really bring it to life. But my vision and my dream was so great that failure really, to me, I didn't even really consider it. I, I, it wasn't even an option. In fact, the whole foundation of Ron Myers Productions in the early days was to bring entertainment here on the Gulf Coast. I know I was in the Air Force. When I was in the Air Force, a lot of my buddies, we would say, boy, it's kind of boring around this place. There's not a whole lot of things to do. Ding, ding. <laughs> Light bulb went off. And I thought, you know, one day maybe I could do some events here along the Mississippi Gulf Coast. But anyway, Christmas City, uh, this will be our 37th year. Now, after the um, the um, Hurricane Katrina, there was doubt if Christmas City would come back, but I knew it had to. I knew it had to because people have come to expect it. And uh, so we lost a, a year of it, but it went on. Now, some of the highlights of the early years, Christmas City. Now, Christmas City was not originally the name. It was the Christmas Arts and Crafts Show. And it wasn't until about the fourth year, I was at a church program on a Sunday night. And I saw this beautiful designed set of Christmas, uh, little villages, light posts. And I thought to myself, while I'm watching this production, I need to do that with the Christmas show. I could call it Christmas City. I could have little villages. I could be the mayor of Christmas City. I could have streets instead of uh, row numbers, uh, Santa Claus Lane, Frosty Drive, Mistletoe Parkway. And so the vision began, and it took over a year with an incredible artist named Gary Stover. And he, I had this big warehouse, and we started painting and building and used foam core and hundreds and hundreds of cans of spray paint. And in about four years, it probably was around 86, they were, no, probably 88, 1988, that Christmas City unveiled and it was christmas city usa <laughs> and it was really a magical experience and all of us we had costumes you would walk in and you would see little uh tin soldiers or you would see uh elves greeting you it was a really a wonderful atmosphere because one of the things that I wanted to do with Christmas City, and it's the same thing that you want to do with your business or your dreams, you want to always have a little bit of fun in it. You want to take some time. And and I always say that I had to become a little kid. Of course, my wife tells me I have never grown up and I have news for her. I have no intentions to ever grow up. I have that little kid in me. And so when I put these events on, if it doesn't make me happy, if it doesn't make me smile, if it doesn't have the atmosphere that just really is electric, I don't do it because atmosphere and mood and all that is so important other than just the event itself. Well, after Katrina, I lost all the villages. I lost every single thing and um, it never came back the Christmas City. We kept the name, the Christmas City, and then it was changed to the Christmas City gift show because I found out in Ohio, there is a trademark for a town in Ohio called Christmas City USA. So I said, wow, I can't have the same name as somebody with the trademark because when it gets big and famous, I don't want to have a lawsuit. So then I changed the name to the Christmas City gift show.
Now, the Christmas City Gift Show has thousands of uh, gifts, hundreds of booths, and the most special part of Christmas City is not just the atmosphere, but the exhibitors. I have exhibitors from all over the United States, fellow entrepreneurs, people that have a, a desire to take their items, their crafts to market and to sell them. I mean, it really is. It's kind of like Shark Tank on wheels. <laughs> and it comes here and people come once a year. You, the customers, come in once a year and get to see some of the new gadgets, homemade things. And some of the most special part of Christmas City is you interacting and talking with exhibitors. Because this is what happens to a lot of people that come to Christmas City. They come in there to shop, but when they start seeing these things, they start saying, well, I could do that. I need to do that. And start ideas start you know, coming alive in your head. So it's really a dreamer's paradise. And Christmas City is uh, going on right now inside the Mississippi Coast Coliseum. Of course, this is uh, November 14th. It will end tomorrow on the 15th. So if you listen to this uh, two weeks later on a podcast, uh, please don't come to the Coliseum looking for the Christmas show. Now, some of the highlights of Christmas City. When Christmas City was really in its heyday, I ended up going over to the New Orleans Superdome. And I'm going to tell you something. The day that I was on the floor of the New Orleans Superdome, I mean, I'm in my early 30s and I'm on the floor where the New Orleans Saints play football and I'm looking up in the stands and I'm thinking, I am producing an event on the floor of the Louisiana Superdome. It was kind of breathtaking, but it was a dream. It was a dream that I followed through because of the vision. I didn't care that if I had made mistakes, I didn't care if there was failures because the dream was greater than the failure. The end result was greater than the obstacles. And that's what you have to do in your life. When you have opportunity in your life, know that it's not going to just go Everything just your way, but in the long run, as as long as you stay faithful to the dream, to the goal, you will be successful. And now what is success? Success is a personal thing. What do you want? You know, and that's only something that you can answer. But that day on the Superdome and we it, it, it was it was fun. And I stayed in Louisiana for three years at the Superdome. We also added it into Pensacola Civic Center, Mobile, Alabama Civic Center, and up into Hattiesburg. But what I found out was, as I was having conversations with a lot of the customers, they would um, say, we love this show, but you know we're not going to spend a whole lot because we're coming to the one over in Biloxi. See, what had happened since Biloxi had really grown into the largest event, it had established event, I was actually beginning to compete with myself. So that's when I had to make a decision. Do I want to keep going in these outside markets and coming back to Biloxi for the show? Or do I just create one big event one time a year? And that's what I did. And since that concept, it really has been good because you don't give your customers a choice. You don't give your exhibitors the, a choice. And I have a waiting list of every year of exhibitors trying to get into the show. 
And some of the exhibitors will always say, why don't you do more shows? And I said, because I want Christmas City to be a special event. I want this to be the show that exhibitors are waiting in line to get into. And another secret to the success of Christmas City is I limit the amount of booths. Now, a lot of promoters around the United States have really hurt their shows because they add more and more and more booths. Well, the customers aren't increasing at the same rate of a promoter adding booths. So what happens is you dilute the money that is being spent among the exhibitors. Now, when a promoter adds more booths, he may make or she may make more money. But in the end result, the exhibitors won't because the pie is divided among too many people. So I have a certain amount of booth that I take in, which also then creates a waiting list and also creates demand. And you know what they say, when demand exceeds supply, then you can get a pretty good price for your booth. And they know if they come into Biloxi, they're pretty much going to make some money as long as they have a good product and they sell sell it at a fair and reasonable price. So I don't get uh, greedy. And that's the thing in business. We can never become so greedy where we always just focus on the money. The key is to focus at being the best at what you can be. And then the money comes. You know, I love what I do and I do what I love. And the end result is that you will make money. I remember the early days of being on the radio and I would interview people that uh, had a song. And I would ask them, uh, little local people, what's your dream? Oh, I want to be a big star and I want to sing on the radio on that. And I said, well, what are you doing to do that? Well, you know, I'm trying to get booked, but nobody will book me. And I said, listen, if you really want to sing, then go sing. Sing on the street corner. Sing in the coffee shop. Sing wherever you can and do it for free. Because if you're good at what you do, people will want what you have. They'll want to buy some music. They'll want, you can create your own demand for your ideas if you really focus on perfecting that idea, perfecting your art to be the best you can be, and then people will find you. What's that movie? In fact, it was filmed in Iowa, uh, Field of Dreams. Build it and they will come. That's exactly right. Build it and they will come come. Well, Christmas City is going on, as I said now. This is recorded on Saturday, November 14th, 2020, and it is one of the greatest Christmas shows in the South. People look forward to this. In fact, this year, when people recognize me on the street, they don't even say hi anymore with all this COVID stuff. They come up to me and say, Ron, please tell me you're going to do Christmas City Absolutely, we're going to do Christmas City, and the Coliseum has just been wonderful in working with me, and we have nice, spacious 20-foot aisles for all the social distancing, and people will have to wear masks at the time. Uh, There is a mask mandate in Mississippi, but the event is going on, and this year... I've really, really been praying about this event and praying to really have a very, very special atmosphere. Hey, listen, all of us, all of us have really had a hard 2020. It has been a very difficult year, but 
this Christmas city, I just put a little more my heart into it this year because I wanted to do something that will make me smile, make me cheerful. And when I do that, it all spills out into the other customers. And, you know, I love to tell the story of Christmas City because a lot of people think, oh, it just happened. And, you know, he just is a lucky guy. No. Do you know how many people have tried to do arts and crafts show and they've made um, attempts and they'll do it one or two years and then they disappear. There is so much more into ideas. And that is why one of the things I love to do now with events and production is not so much to build other shows for myself, but I um, put ads out through Facebook, social media across the country that I would love to help people build their Christmas event or their spring event and help them build a successful event in their hometown. Christmas City has been supporting me and my family for 37 years. And now Christmas City is so big that really is one of the only events I do because it gives me the opportunity to do the ministry. You know, when you get older in life, a lot of that money and all that other nonsense. It isn't that big a deal. You know, I always said it's in life, it's not how I start. It's how I finish. I want to finish strong. I want to finish by doing things that will help encourage, empower, and inspire other people to live their dreams and become the person that God created them to become. You know, life is full of challenges. My goodness, have I had some challenges in my life. Uh, In fact, it's in the book. If you come to Christmas City, I hope you stop by the booth and check uh, the book out, the promoter, and I'll say hi to me and um, I'll sign a book for you. But I've had a lot of adversity, just like you have, who hasn't had adversity. But it's what we do with that adversity that determines the level of success in our life. And sometimes success, when I say that, you know, people think it's all just money. No, you know, to me, success is being able to just have some joy, some happy, put some smile on your face. It's not anything really about money. As I said earlier, if you're good at what you do, you will make money. Money is the byproduct. It can never be the only goal of why you do something because you probably will fail because your focus will be on money instead of really being the best at whatever it is, whether it's your business a product or service. You know, life is so short and so precious as we all have found out. Isn't it time, maybe, just maybe, that you take some of those dreams that have been on the shelf and dust them off? And bring them back. You know, as well as I do, you probably don't tell anybody, but you have some ideas, some things that you want to do. Things that you had dreams of when you graduated high school or college and you were going to do, but circumstances, things, situations have caused you to put them on hold and sometimes even put them away. Well, I really do believe that God has a message for you today that is saying it's never too late. You're never too old. You've never made too many mistakes. You can never, never take away God's purpose and God's destiny in your life. It is there forever and ever and ever. And when you become who God created you to become and you really give your life to God, this show is all about Pointing you to God, 
pointing you to Jesus Christ, his son, to have a personal, intimate relationship with him, where he comes into your life, forgives your sins, and gives you freedom. And as you begin to learn more about God through his son and begin reading the word, new ideas. I I tell people all the time, do you know that you're only one idea away from a breakthrough in your life? One thought, one idea. Now, where do you want to get that thought? Don't you want to get the thought from the creator of the universe, the one that knows everything about you? When you commit your works to the Lord, he will establish your thoughts. When I was building Christmas City, I would have so many times that I had a direction that I was going to do. I knew what I was going to do, but I committed it to God. And One day, I might be doing something that isn't even related to Christmas City. And all of a sudden, I got this thought of how to modify the idea I had in my head. I thought I had a good idea, but when this new thought came in, I even had a better idea. And I realized at a young age that when we are God conscious, when we are thoughtful in committing our works and our acts and our life and our day-to-day walk with God, he will establish your thoughts. He will establish your steps. He will establish the connections of people that you will interact with. He will help you discover your divine destiny because part of what you are to do in your life is to put a piece of God in somebody else's life. And how do you do that? You do that through your talents, your skills, and your abilities. St. Francis Assisi said it best, preach the gospel everywhere and when necessary, use words. I'll be back in just a minute, and I want to give you the most important part of the story behind Christmas City. Do you hear it? The sound of joy and laughter is returning. Ron Myers Productions presents the Christmas City Gift Show this Friday through Sunday inside the Coast Convention Center in Biloxi. Hundreds of booths with thousands of gifts. Join us Friday evening for Shoppers Paradise. Adults only shopping. For more information and online tickets, log on to ChristmasCityGiftShow.com. It's the greatest show in the South. I hope I see you at Christmas City. I told you before the break, I wanted to give you the real reason of the success of Christmas City. It's not a secret. It's the same success you have available to you, anybody, by simply turning over your skills, talents, and abilities to the author, to the creator of everything that you have. 20 years ago, I reached a point of just emptiness. I'm making money. I'm having a lot of notoriety, but I was miserable because I had built everything about trying to do this and that to please myself, to please the ego in me. And that is 20 years ago, God said, now that I have your attention, let me show you what you were created for. 
So then my events had a whole new approach. It wasn't about me anymore. It, it was about, can I put God in my events without actually letting people know God is there? In other words, can I show love and kindness and just a, a positive attitude and a faith? You know, St. Francis of Assisi, I said this before, said, preach the gospel everywhere and when necessary, use words. See, when we commit our works to God He will establish our thoughts, our steps, our works. Everything becomes his mission in our life. And the greatest thing that happened 20 years ago, when I confessed Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior, and I repented and turned of my wicked, (laughs) wicked, sinful ways and said, Lord, I don't want this anymore. I want to follow you. And my life has never been the same. I encourage you right now to answer this question. What about you? Are you ready to go to that next level? Are you ready to just get the hell out of your life? It's this simple. It really is. But you've got to mean it. It's not a a joke. Just repeat after me, me. Dear Jesus, come into my heart. Forgive me of my sins. I turn from my wicked ways and I want to follow you today. I want to get the hell out of my life by a lasting relationship with you. Cleanse me, give me new life, new spirit, and allow the dreams that you gave me before I was born to come alive. Friends, this is your time in life. This is your time to become every single thing that God created you to become. I'm praying for you. I believe in you. And if you've listened to these shows or you have been touched by these, I would really love to hear from you. My email address is ron at the promoter dot O-R-G. Ron at the promoter.org. Until next time, this is Ron saying God loves you, God has a plan for you, and it's time for you to get the hell out of your life. Today's show was produced by Ron Myers Ministries, a listener-supported ministry. For a copy of today's broadcast, please visit our website, thepromoter.org. And would you prayerfully consider making a tax-deductible donation so that we may continue to share stories of God's amazing grace with the world? And join us next week for another broadcast of Get the Hell Out of Your Life. Real people sharing real struggles and offering real hope. Do you hear it? The sound of joy and laughter is returning. Ron Myers Productions presents the Christmas City Gift Show this Friday through Sunday inside the Coast Convention Center in Biloxi. Hundreds of booths with thousands of gifts. Join us Friday evening for Shoppers Paradise. Adults only shopping. For more information and online tickets, log on to ChristmasCityGiftShow.com. It's- 